This episode of Bookmarked is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash bookstacked. Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Yes, that includes your favorites, like The Hunger Games, Divergent, and Harry Potter. That's audibletrial.com slash bookstacked. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it's Saul from Bookstack.com. Just a quick note before we get started. If you like the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. Leaving reviews helps other people find our show, and we would really appreciate it if you took a couple minutes to help us out. Also, subscribe. We're on iTunes, Stitcher, and just about everywhere else. Also, since we recorded this episode, a few comments have come out um, about Johnny Depp and also Dumbledore and his role in the Fantastic Beasts series. Um, Those aren't discussed in this episode, but we will definitely discuss them in the next episode. Just wanted to give you a heads up. So with all that said, let's move on with the show. You're listening to Bookmarked, the Young Adult Book Podcast brought to you by Bookstacked.com. This is episode 17, and episode 17 is all about Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. We're super excited. We've got all that and more coming up for you in just a few minutes, so stay with us. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Um, I'm Saul. I'm Addie. I'm Mary. And that's everyone here today. Um, yeah, thank you for being here today. Um, we're excited to talk about Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. Um, before we get in all, before we get into all of that, I just wanted to say thank you too to everybody who tuned into our Divergent episode. I put it out super late. Just gonna, <laughs> um, fessing up there, but um, I was like really surprised by the amount of people that downloaded it like the first day that it came out. Um, like usually in the past, we've got maybe like 20 people downloading our episodes in it like the first day and we like broke a hundred on that first day. <laughs> um, that kind of tells me that there are a lot of people who've probably subscribed and are following the podcast. That's just my guess. Um, unfortunately, there's no way to actually know how many people have subscribed to the podcast. But um, if we were to use that as like any sort of indication, I would say that's pretty awesome. So thank you, everybody who listened in and tweeted about it. Even there were a couple tweets out there. Um, so, yeah, thank you, guys. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I'm interested in knowing what, you know, the listeners think if they agree with what we said in that podcast or if they disagree or, you know, just, just their thoughts about it. It'd be really interesting to hear more from them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's always something you can do if you have like, if you disagree with us on something or you agree, or maybe you have like more insight into something, you just kind of like want to share your opinion. You can always go to bookmarkedshow.com 
and you can go check out um, the contact page. I think there's also a dance party. If you click the dance party link, <laughs> um, there's a little surprise there. Um, but yeah, you can go to bookmarkshow.com. There's a contact page and you can just send in your opinion and stuff and we will read it on the show. So yeah, thank you again to everybody who's been listening. With that said, we're going to jump into um, what are you reading? So let's go ahead. And uh, Mary, do you want to start? Um, I'm reading See How They Run by Allie Carter, which is the second book in her Embassy Rose series. When did this one come out? This one came out last year. And the third one is supposed to come out next month, two days after Christmas. And I'm like, why is it two days after Christmas? So this is a series then? Yes, this is a series. Uh, she also has two other series out, uh, Gallagher Girls and High Society. And I've read both of those. I was going to say, I think I've heard of Gallagher Girls. Yeah, it's really good. I'm actually not reading anything at the moment. I've just been like caught up with all these fan events that just kind of like came out of nowhere. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to do them. So mm-hmm. I haven't had a chance to pick up anything new. So just kind of you know, sad since I'm doing the podcast and I write for the website about books. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's all good. I I totally understand. Once school started um, in September, like, oh my gosh, I've finished, I've completed a single novel this entire, since September. I feel really bad about it. Um, So yeah, (laughs) I I read uh, Golden Sun. So that's what I ended up finishing recently. Ah. And then now I'm reading Crooked Kingdom. And I think I'm about a quarter of the way done through that one so that's about it oh i have been reading the uh illustrated editions of harry potter too uh, so i saw that at target i was like yeah i like harry potter but my wallet can't afford that so oh, they're so expensive i know yeah. i was like i can buy like three books for that price right yeah i have it but i haven't read it yet there are too many other books before i get to that <laughs> Yeah, the first one I went to my, because when the first one came out, it was like backordered on Amazon. And I waited like two or three weeks and they still hadn't shipped it. Um, so I ended up canceling my order and I bought it at the bookstore and it was like 40 bucks. Yeah. I remember. And then uh, thankfully I was able to get this last one on Amazon and that was like $22 or something. But yeah. I saw that Target for like $32. Yeah. The second I, one. If you buy them at the actual store, they're a lot more expensive. But then at the same time, I always feel a little guilty buying them on Amazon because, um, like, there's this great independent bookstore nearby, and, like, they're all about supporting the local businesses and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of feel like I I have to. Um, but uh, when you're a college student and it's, yeah. like, the difference between 40 and 20-some yes. bucks. I, yeah. It makes like, you eat one difference. day or you don't eat. Right. Yeah. I do my best. I, ch- I try to go to my local bookstore and I try to buy them in person rather than online. Like I got Cricket Kingdom at the local bookstore, um, but I I just had to make an exception for this last Harry Potter book. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> so there I'm confessing my sins, my book sins. Anyway. <laughs> awesome. So yeah, reading is fun. That's why we're here. <laughs> Um, but what, the reason we're here today, of course, is to talk about Fantastic Beasts. And so let's go ahead and do that. We want to keep this um, as a short, a shorter episode uh, because we 
we're sure we're going to have a lot of things to say um, when we record after the movie, which we will be doing. And I think when we do that, we're going to be having a couple more people here as well. Um, I just bet we're all going to have so many thoughts on the movie um, because we already have thoughts on it now. Yeah, Yeah, let's go ahead. Um, How is everybody feeling? At the time of recording, it's two weeks till. And -hmm. I guess by the time this episode out, it'll be next week for listeners. So next week, the movie comes out. How, how are you guys feeling? Nervous, but excited. Like I'm, ex- it, I'm really excited, but that was kind of taken down a notch with the whole Johnny Depp announcement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But I'm trying not to let it get to me. We'll get into that. I, I get like chills at the end of the trailer whenever that variation of Hedwig's theme comes on. Yes. And Great. it's kind of ridiculous. Oh, I it makes me tear up. It makes me want to cry. Yeah, like it makes me that. That's how excited I am for this movie. Like it makes like I, the first time I think I like a tear came out of like pure happiness after oh, watching yeah. the trailer for the first time. And then when they said there were going to be five movies, I was just like, yes. I <laughs> cried. I I, I legitimately like cried. <laughs> yep. I we're gonna get into all of those things in this episode. All the, I mean, this last week was really big for Fantastic Beasts because there was just so much. Uh, so much going on um good things and maybe potentially worrisome things so yeah um i i'm with you guys i'm like super super excited at the same time i'm like very i'm cautiously excited like Mm -hmm. i i worry that i'm gonna be let down um and i don't want to feel that way because it's jk rowling and she's like yeah she created my childhood basically um (laughs) yep and so like i have a lot of confidence in her but I don't know, at the same time, like, little things like maybe, like, Cursed Child worry me. But, I mean, to be fair, she didn't write Cursed Child, right? Yeah, um, she just, so, like, approved the story or something. Right. Yeah, she was, yeah. It kind of worries me that she approved the story at all, though. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, I still liked Cursed Child. We, we already did a whole episode on Cursed Child. But, yeah, there's just, like, I guess I just have no idea what to expect. So I'm excited, but I'm just, like, really nervous, too. Mm-hmm. Also, she's never written a film before, so that's new for her. But. She yeah. said it was a really hard thing to learn, like to like to like do as you are learning. She said it was really hard. She said she doesn't recommend it to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I bet. I mean, people go to school for years to learn like yeah. screenwriting and film, and I don't think she's done that. So, um, but I mean, she she had a lot of help along the way. So. Yeah. Addie actually had an awesome chance to go to the fan event in Los Angeles. Um, I think it's now been a few weeks, almost a month now since that Uh, happened. uh, A little bit. Yeah. It happened the the 13th, which happened to be my birthday. So it was a really cool way to spend my birthday. Yay. (laughs) That was, uh, so basically um, the fantastic beasts and where to find them fan event. And it was held. I think in like uh, I was uh, LA, New York, Rome, Sao Paulo in Brazil, Mexico City, and in London were the ones that were part of the live stream. And then fans across, I think just like North America or I, in certain countries were able to go to the theaters to watch the live stream, but they weren't actually part of it. And so basically, um, I mean, I don't know how it was in other countries, but when we came in, 
they had, you know, the movie like cutout stand with like the characters. So you could take a picture in between like between Newt and Jacob and Queenie and Tina. And then like we walked in and it was set like it's like we walked into like a 1920s New York street. It was all set up. It had like one of like the 1920s oldies cars. They had uh, actors in costume. That is so cool. <laughs> I posted some of those pictures on my article about the fan event. And so it's pretty cool. They have like those wanted posters <laughs> of, of Jacob, of Queenie, of Tina, of, uh, of Newt. Um, and then they also gave us replicas of Newt's wand. Oh. I, th- I think, I'm not sure. I think I saw on one of the emails from movie theaters that I get that I think fans going to, I think the IMAX version. Oh, that's or, me. <laughs> I, was like, that's me. <laughs> I think, I don't, I don't know if it's just the IMAX one or everybody. Um, I think they're also getting a wand. I think oh. I'm not, don't like take me like for sure on that. I don't exactly remember, but. You're getting my hopes up. <laughs> yeah. Possibility. I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> And then they gave us um, shirts oh. that um, it says hashtag I want to be a wizard, which is a quote that Jacob says in the movie and right. in one of the trailers. Mm-hmm. And so we went in, we were part of a live stream in L.A., uh, John Voight and uh, Colin Farrell were there in London. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fudge this up because I don't know all of their names. Uh, basically, but the main fa- uh, uh, yeah, the main main cast, um, uh, Newt, Tina, Queenie, and Jacob were there. And David Yates and David Heyman, the producers of the last four Harry Potter films, who are also in charge of Fantastic Beasts, were there. And they just talked about how they relate to the characters, um, how, you know, how exciting it was for them. You know, was it strange, you know, to be part of a, of a version of the Harry Potter Harry Potter world that they weren't familiar with. And they were super excited. They started telling uh, stories on set about, you know, when uh, when Joe would just come in on set and they would, like, completely, like, annoy uh, both Davids because they ignored the director and producer and just became little kids <laughs> when, Jay, when J.K. Rowling was on set, paying <laughs> attention to her. And uh, Joe came out, surprising everybody because they didn't know Joe was going to come out. And they also didn't know that she was planning on making five movies. They need, so it was a complete shock to them as well as to everybody else. Oh, wait, David Heyman and David Yates did not know that they were going to be. No, they movies. knew. Yeah, oh, they wait. knew. Wait, who didn't know? Oh, it was the actors. Yeah. The actors knew that there okay. was going to be a sequel. Sorry. I got behind there. I'm sorry. I'm just like, <laughs> blabbing. I'm blabbing. Like, it makes sense in my head. I know I'm jumping back like all over the board, but. Oh, um, so no way. They didn't know that there were going to be five no, movies. No. They but knew they had to have signed a contract, right? Or what? Well, they knew, because, uh, I mean, it had been rumored that there were only going to be three. Right. Yeah. And so I'm assuming that they needed, there was a, the potential for more than one movie. I'm assuming that they figured, you know, a sequel was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, um, Joe, I, they knew there was going to be a sequel because um, Eddie Raymond, who plays new. Uh, mentioned in the interview that Joe would come on set and tell them like little bits and pieces about sorry uh, then uh, the next movie, but they honestly didn't know that there were going to be five movies in the entire franchise. And so like um, David 
Yates was like, don't say it. Like giving Joe a look of saying like, I don't want you to say this. She's like, can I say this? Can I say this? <laughs> but um, yeah, they were all, everybody was shocked. I mean, the, the like the cheers that erupted from, I mean, just the, the, the theater in LA where I was at were insane. I got chills. I started getting cheery eyed, possibly <laughs> tier two came out. I was so excited. And then um, they showed us the footage. They showed us um, like a minute or two, like uh, a bonus footage thing that, that hadn't been seen before. And then that was released after the event. And then they uh, we got to see the first 10 minutes of the movie. Very which, cool. I mean, just, I'm getting chills just thinking about it again. Um, was really, really cool. It was just, I mean, it felt like you were going back into, like, the Harry Potter world. It's just, like, it's, like, it feels like you didn't leave. And just, like, the visuals are amazing. You, like, when the 10 minutes were up, you heard, like, a collective groan from everybody. Like it was just <laughs> over. Oh, yeah. Like, we were so sucked into it. And just, like, the first 10 minutes of it, we wanted more. Right. Yeah. As, I mean, well, I, I, there's like a scene I want to talk about, but I don't, I don't think. Yeah, let's not get into yeah. too many specifics. Yeah, I don't want to spoil <laughs> yeah. anything. But there's just so, like, just in the first ten minutes, it's like so, it's like so action packed. Like, there's so much, there's a little bit of everything in the first ten minutes. <laughs> and then after, you know, that was up, uh, we were treated to the first Harry Potter film in IMAX. Ooh. Oh, that's pretty awesome too. Yeah. Like the, the security was super, super tight on that. I mean, they didn't like bag check us or anything, but right before we saw the movie, the, the first 10 minutes of Fantastic Beasts, they're like, okay, there are these little black bags in front of your seats. They were like uh, stuck, like taped to the back of the seat in front of you. And they were black with a sticker in front of the Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. And then they're like, please put all of your electronic devices or anything that can record in the bag. Mm-hmm. Um, be warned that we do have people with night vision goggles on <laughs> what the heck <laughs> yes I am not kidding to not to stop people from like putting it online yes, yes. that's how tight the security was right. with us that I mean makes sense. I mean I don't know if it was like that in other in the other venues where the live streams were taking place but that's how it was for us like they're like this is for you they're like we will see and you will be um was the word i don't want to say like prosecuted because that sounds a bit harsh but something along those lines they will come and find you <laughs> yes more or less they're like they're like we have people in the theater wearing night vision goggles that sounds like it was an awesome experience that yeah. sounds very I, cool i was like i've been in so many fan events i've never been in one that says we have night vision goggles we're watching you <laughs> They need that at Comic-Con because everything leaks at Comic-Con. Yeah. <laughs> I think, right? And I'm assuming, I mean, hopefully, you no know, fingers crossed, um, you know, I can, I'm able to get into Comic-Con again <laughs> next year. Um, I can do, like, see a screening and, you know, if they, if they do have, I mean, I doubt Fantastic Beasts will be, you know. Yeah, probably yeah. not. Like, I mean, the trailer anyway. And, like, if I do, if, if, like, the like nerdy gods are on my side and let me get in. I'll let <laughs> you know if gods. you know if it's, if it's that if it's that type of a security. 
Well, I, I hope that, I mean, that'd be pretty cool. I don't think the next one comes out for two more years, though. Yeah. I, know, but, I mean, it's, I just, I mean, I still have to try to get in anyway. It's like, it's like secure a spot in Comic-Con regardless. Right. Yeah, that's hard itself. That's why when I got to Comic-Con this year, I was like, I don't care if it's a Sunday ticket. I just need a foot in the door. Right. Yeah. That's exciting. Um, That sounds like it was an awesome fan event. So. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we're going to continue talking about Fantastic Beasts in just a second. Um, we're going to first take a quick break uh, to hear a word from our sponsors. We just want to remind our listeners that this episode is being brought to you by Audible.com. Audible has thousands of audiobooks, including the Divergent books by Veronica Roth. You might be interested in a book like Crooked Kingdom, which is the brand new novel by Leigh Bardugo. It's the sequel to her book, Six of Crows. But the point is that Audible has just about every book you could possibly want. The best part is that they're offering a free audiobook to bookmarked listeners and bookstacked readers when they sign up for a free 30-day trial membership. If you want in on that deal, all you have to do is go to audibletrial.com slash bookstacked. And you can be listening to the audiobook of your choice in minutes. Again, just go to audibletrial.com slash bookstacked to start your free trial membership. Okay, cool. So let's go back and uh, let's talk about Fantastic Beasts even more. Um, so yeah, like you mentioned, five movies. You said that the fans there were like freaking out at the announcement. Yes. Teary-eyed and stuff. Um, so I'm guessing you're excited about five movies. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, wouldn't you be excited? Like, you know, like returning to a Harry Potter to the Harry Potter universe. Mm-hmm. I mean. Aside from the Johnny Depp thing, I feel like it's going to go really, really well. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, like I have a good feeling about it. I mean, JK is involved in all of this, so that, you know, gives yeah. a lot of reassurance. Yeah. Right. How do you feel, Mary? Um, oh, I feel so excited. Like, I, like, when it was first announced, like, that there was going to be a movie, I was just like, yes and then when it was like three it was like yes and then it was and then when it turned into five i was just like screaming up and down like (laughs) i was just like so much harry potter universe coming in the next 10 or so seven how many years until the last one comes out (laughs) right that's i mean and if they're going at a rate of like every other year yeah this is gonna be going on for a while and I honestly don't mind. <laughs> we'll have a new president, I think, by the time yeah. uh, the last movie comes. If, if my math is correct. By new president, yeah. you mean, like, if after the this is, next election. If the U.S. is still, st- if the US is still here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get too far into that. <laughs> I think when I heard it, like, I, I don't get me wrong, I'm excited. Because like you guys said, going back to the Wizarding World, who doesn't want that? Um, I know there are people out there who don't want that. I'm one of the people who, who absolutely wants that. Um, but like the thing I thought was like, oh my gosh, what is going on in this story for it to have to be five movies? Like that's a lot of movies. That's, that's one less than like the entire original Star Wars. Well, not original than like before like episode seven. I don't know. That's like five movies. I don't know. It's like crazy. (laughs) 
I don't know if I'm making sense, but that's a lot of movies. Yeah, that's the thing I'm kind of like iffy about is how much story can you put or like how much is how much content is going to be in these five movies or like how do I explain this? How much content in the wizarding world can you put into five movies is what I'm trying to say. Joe said, you know, that she has, you know, talking with David, David Yates, that he had, that she had, um, you know, now properly plotted out the story, which made it from three to five. And that she's always wanted to go into the direction of exploring Newt's world. So, I mean, I mean, yeah, it kind of makes you, I feel like, is it just like a cash cow kind of thing? But like I said, it also gives me reassurance because it is Joe's world and she's the only, she's like the only person in like the entire freaking universe that has like all of this Harry Potter knowledge and Harry Potter world knowledge, like, you know, in her mind and her, you know, probably like her mind palace or something. And so, I mean, Harry Potter came out great. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've always been, I've always wanted, you know, to expand more, like know more about you know, the wizarding world. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it might, you know, these are essentially prequels to all the Harry Potter events. Mm-hmm. Not a prequel movies, but what led up to those events. And I feel like that's how it's going to tie in, especially with the whole Grindelwald situation going on. Mm-hmm. It is mentioned yeah. that we will uh, see or hear about Dumbledore and Grindelwald in the films. Yeah, and that's like the thing. Oh, sorry. Well, that's the so I was going to say, like, because originally when we heard Fantastic Beasts, you know, we weren't entirely sure what the story was going to be about. And we thought, like, oh, is it going to be Newt trying to, like, catch Fantastic Beasts, like Pokemon or something? Like, that's <laughs> what everybody was talking about early, early, early on. And now, like, with that revelation that there were going to be five movies, we got the revelation that Grindelwald is, like, very much involved in this story. And, I mean, if that's the case, then there's i mean potentially a lot of material there and maybe that segues perfectly into the johnny depp thing <laughs> um I, I don't care it could go into 10 movies i don't care i'm not happy about this johnny depp situation no. okay well let's let's talk about the johnny depp thing because uh maybe some people out there don't really even know what we're talking about um although if you yes. haven't heard by now um it's been all over the place but um it was earlier this week this rumor broke that Johnny Depp had been cast in the sequel to Fantastic Beasts, so the second movie, and that he had also made a cameo in the first movie. Um, those were in the, the head, apparently. Yeah, the that's what everybody thinks. It's the back of his head. Um, and the yeah, the funny thing was like WB was being super quiet about it. Like, I think it was like Hollywood Reporter that originally reported it. Um, but WB hadn't done like any sort of press release or anything. So it really looks like it was a, an intentional leak. Um, and there are thoughts out there like Melissa and Nelly from the leaky cauldron. has got like a really interesting article on medium.com. I can link it in the show notes if people want to read it, but she had some thoughts on why they might've done that. Um, even when we tried to uh, confirm it for book stacked, um, they were being kind of cryptic <laughs> in their responses toward me. Um, but yeah, we, we were able to confirm that he will be in the second movie and he does have a cameo in the first one. 
Um, and then pretty shortly after that news broke, Hypable um, said that they had a source who confirmed that it was Grindelwald, that, that uh, Johnny Depp had been cast as Grindelwald. And I tried to get that little bit of information confirmed as well. And like, they were responding to my emails, but they would not answer the question. <laughs> like, like they would respond to everything else in the email. I, I emailed them twice and I got responses twice and they would respond to everything else in the email, but just like leave out that bit. I kept asking, is he playing Grindelwald? And they would not, they just would not. So, but anyway, I think Hypable is a pretty reliable source. Um, and so at least when it comes to these things. So yeah, I think we can safely say Johnny Depp has been cast as Grindelwald. Well, that's where I read. It was actually a Hypable article that said that um, the quote unquote leak was something intentionally done by Warner Brothers, by the studio, to gauge fan reaction, which I don't know if our listeners have taken note, but it's been negative. (laughs) It hasn't been... I mean, from what I've seen, you can literally Google Johnny Depp, Fantastic Beasts fan reactions, and 90% of it, if not more, will be negative fan reactions of it. People aren't happy... For whatever reason, I mean, I just don't see him. I'm. It's, it's kind of like what I don't want to be like a like a fandom like snob, but like he Harry Potter is something kind of like holy. Like yeah. the universe, something you don't mess with. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, like yeah. Um. So I just it's it's just I don't know. It's just it. There's just like something above it that's just not. I don't even know how to explain it. It seems out of place. Yeah, it's not. Well, like, yeah, it's it's that, but it's just, I don't know, it's just like that's just like one would like, that's like the best way I can put it, like into words. But it's just, it's more than that. I have no idea. It's just, it feels wrong. He's like not what I would envision Grindelwald to be. Like in in no way would I think that Johnny Depp would <laughs> be Grindelwald. I mean, because so much of Johnny Depp is like Jack Sparrow, and yeah. like so many of the characters that he has played since Pirates of the Caribbean have felt kind of derivative of Jack Sparrow. Um, you know, they're super quirky, mm-hmm. kind of like out there. They kind of speak funny, and like, so that's kind of like what I'm expecting when I hear like Johnny Depp is going to be in a movie, and that's I don't picture like a Jack Sparrow esque character in Harry mm-hmm. Potter. I don't, I mean, I don't know, because, I mean, like you said, all of his characters, and even before Pirates of the Caribbean have been eccentric, they have, have been, like, a bit mad. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, Jack Sparrow's an iconic character, but then you have, like, uh, when he played Willy Wonka, or, you yeah. know, the Mad mm-hmm. Hatter in Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Like, and those movies have done, you know, well in their own realm. But, like, I don't, I mean, from what I've heard, I haven't seen them, but from what I've heard, you know, Johnny Depp movies when like he's playing an actual person don't really do very well. Yeah. It'll be it'll be interesting to see how he interprets Grindelwald. And I think that's what everybody's so nervous. There I know some people are nervous too about some of the recent allegations against Johnny Depp. And so that yeah. just kind of makes people feel a little uncomfortable as well. So there's just a lot of uncertainty there. And yeah, it is possible that this could have, I mean, it's impossible to verify any of this stuff, but it is possible that this could have been a 
they leaked it to see what fans would say, just like you, you were saying, Addy. And um, thus far, fan reaction has definitely... I mean, um, because uh, they were saying that the reasoning for the quote-unquote leak was to gauge fan reaction. And the rumor is that he, that he does make a cameo in the first film, but that it's only the back of his head, which could easily be recast. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, I mean... It's a rumor. We don't know. I mean, it's just it was it was in one of the hypable articles that I read. But um, like Saul said, it's kind of you know they kind they're they're kind of you know on point with these kinds of you know news. So it might be true. It might not. We like also we're not gonna yeah. get an actual confirmation. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I I think because uh, I was Andrew Sims. He hosts Smugglecast. Um, who uh, who wrote that article? I I will. I don't know if he wrote the article. I'm pretty sure he was the one who got the source to speak. And I, I think he has some pretty reliable sources. Um, so I, I think it's a safe bet that uh, Johnny Depp was cast as Grindelwald. Um, but yeah, it's definitely been <laughs> crazy um, seeing the fan reaction and stuff. I do want to say that regardless of the fact that it might be Johnny Depp cast, like I'm excited about the potential of Grindelwald's story being in these films. Yes. Um, I don't know how you guys feel about that, but like, I'm just, I think it could be really interesting. I've always thought Grindelwald is a very interesting character. Um, and yeah, that kind of brings me to another piece of news that came out this last week, which is that the sequel is going to be in Paris. Uh-huh. Um, which of course I love Paris. I lived in France for a couple of years. So like, I'm just, I was so excited to hear that I was going to be in Paris. But um, what do you guys think about this? I mean, a lot of people are wondering, again, that's all speculation, but like a lot of people are wondering, is each movie going to take place in like a large city? I believe so. Yeah. I believe that's the plan Mm -hmm. to have it in a different city. Uh, I believe JK mentioned it. And I think David Heyman had also commented on this, I believe, that they were planning on making it in different major cities across the globe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so yeah. I don't. I know Among Us we were talking, and I think Ali said Sydney, and I was like, that would be really cool. Yeah. Australia, yes. I'm like really interested to see where the other movies would go because when I first heard that Fantastic Piece was going to take place in New York, that was really interesting to me to see like the American like Wizarding World, and then um, when we were all talking about Paris, it's like. Ooh, this is interesting. Like they're going to a completely different continent. Right. And like, so for me, Paris gets me very excited. Um, especially <laughs> if it has any relationship to Grindelwald. Um, because again, we don't know how involved Grindelwald is in the films, but he appears to be a big character, especially if they've got Johnny Depp as part of like the ensemble cast mm-hmm. um playing Grindelwald in the second movie. And like just Paris is like in at the time of this movie, it's in between wars. Um, so you have the interwar period. Um, Europe is trying to recover, but during this time you have like the depression, you have the depression going on. And then you also have, um, these dictators rising in neighboring countries. Um, which of course all eventually leads to world war two. And the the really interesting thing is like Grindelwald, thematically fits in with that time yes um mm-hmm. i mean he just he stands alongside all those dictators of that era and there was even like an, an interview 
way back when with um, MuggleNet and it was with Emerson Sparks and Melissa and Nelly. And they were asking about Grindelwald and they were asking like, they were asking JK Rowling, like if there was any correlation between the fact that there was like, he was defeated in 1945. Um, and she said, yeah, like I, I, I try to like, I feel like there would be like some sort of connection between like the issues in the wizarding world and the issues in the, uh, in the muggle world. Right. So I, the fact that it's set in Paris, which is like so instrumental and like plays such a, like France plays such a huge part and role in both of world war one and world war two. Like, it just seems like if they're going the route of Grindelwald being like this villain, it just fits with the time period. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. You mentioned that in the chat and I was like, that is so true. And that got nerdy me excited. <laughs> But here's what, like, got me even more excited, okay? And I talked, I was on a podcast earlier this week. Um, it's it's Newtcast. Um, I think I mentioned it in the mm-hmm. past before, and it's a Harry Potter podcast. Um, I was on there this week. We were talking about Fantastic Beasts. And I've just got this theory, and it's pure speculation, right? But, um, okay, so let's assume that Grindelwald is involved in this. We know that Grindelwald is very interested in the Deathly Hallows, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He, um, he and Dumbledore are, in, are interested in them. They want to have all three of them to defy death. Yes. I was thinking, like, what sort of connections are there between Paris and, like, the original Harry Potter series? Yeah. I know a lot of people are thinking Bobatong, but, like, the first thing I thought of was Nicholas Flamel. I didn't even oh. think of Bobatong. No. Really? Right now. Oh, well, I know I saw a lot of people talking about Bobatong, but, like, what I thought of was Nicholas Flamel. Because and I don't know how into Nicholas Flamel's backstory they go into in Philosopher's Stone. I don't think they go that deep into it. No. But he's, he's a French alchemist in Paris. And, of course, we know he has the Philosopher's Stone. And I thought, well, if we are following Grindelwald, why would Grindelwald potentially be interested in, in a stone that defies death? And yeah. Is it possible that Grindelwald might try to track down Nicholas Flamel thinking that the Philosopher's Stone is like the Resurrection Stone or something. Oh, I don't know. That's um, interesting. Yeah. Pure, pure speculation. We really have nothing to go off of. and But like, I, I don't know. It was just something that I thought of and I think it'd be a really cool storyline. I, You know, I think, you know, I mean, it's a good, it's a really good possibility that's where it's going to go. And the fact that it's take that, you know, the sequels are set to take place in different major cities around the world. Makes me think that, you know, like, maybe that's how the Grindelwald story will expand or, like, you know, like, progress. Like, he goes to, like, each of these major cities, like, finding a clue or because he needs, you know, information that, you know, a certain magical or important person in the wizarding world lives in that place and they can give him information or he'll torture information out of them or something along those lines. But, like, the whole Nicholas, Nicholas Flamel thing in the Philosopher's Zone, like, maybe he's looking for, like, a shortcut, you know? Yeah. I mean, we know he's interested in defying death, like Voldemort was. That's, yeah, and so I mean, what better, what better, you know, like what easier and better-ish way to defy death than having the philosopher's stone? Right, and just the fact that they're both stones, yeah, like the resurrection stone, the philosopher's stone, and like the elder wand had a bunch of different names too, right? Yeah, yeah, and so yeah, and because, yeah. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but Dumbledore took the Elder Wand from Grindelwald, didn't he, when he defeated yeah. him? Yes. Yeah. So therefore, I mean, it would it would be easier to just go after one stone than three objects. 
or two objects considering he already had one of them. Right. Yeah. And I'm assuming he does want all three. He just never gets around to finding the resurrection stone and the invisibility cloak. Right. Yeah. We know where those are. But um yeah. So I don't know, just an interesting thought. Like it could be complete rubbish, right? But I I kind of got excited when I started thinking about that. So it's the details. It's 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 little it's little things that make us, you know, make this fandom, you know, yeah, move and work. Right. Yeah. Go crazy when somebody has a theory. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there have been worse theories out there, but yeah, <laughs> I think I'm gonna write up about it on Bookstacks in the next week or so, um, because I just think it's interesting. And I googled it. I don't see anybody else talking about it, so I don't know. Maybe because it's so out there, but hey, I think it there's would be. proof. There's recorded proof that you thought of it first. Yeah. Are you putting it out there first? So. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. No, just I mean, and it's a good theory. I actually never thought about that. So. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing is, we don't even know what's going to happen in this first movie. Like, something in the first movie could completely debunk it, right? But anyway, yeah. it's the speculation. And it's so awesome that we can speculate again, like yeah. we used to way back when. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Um, I don't know if there's anything else um, that we need to go over in terms of Fantastic Beasts. I feel um, like we've pretty much run our course here Does anybody yeah. else have anything else to say i was just gonna say like i mean if fans you know want to see like eddie redmayne who is the main character who plays neat scamander he was recently on ellen on the ellen show promoting the film mm-hmm. and i posted it on the on on slack on the chat i don't know if anybody looked at it but it's hilarious he plays um heads up with oh. ellen of course <laughs> The funniest thing, if anybody's hearing this, like just Google Eddie Redmayne, Ellen Show 2011, you will not regret it. <laughs> um, and, you know, he also does an interview with Ellen before playing Heads Up where, you know, he mentions that he had no idea that there were going to be five movies in total. Mm-hmm. You know, he found out, he and the cast found out the same time as the rest of us. Right. Yeah. This is usually where we talk about like what to expect in the future. Um, what to expect in the future this time is just Fantastic Beasts because yeah, that's what our next episode is going to be. Um, yeah. We're going to do a review, yeah. hopefully within the first the couple days after, because the week after that is Thanksgiving, and I'm sure everybody's going to be super busy. Or in a food coma. <laughs> in a food coma, right? Yeah. Um, and so yeah, and on that same day um, that the movie is released, the screenplay gets released as well and the soundtrack too which i pre-ordered which i'm excited for (laughs) that's cool it's exciting so get your movie tickets get your screenplay which has an amazing cover that addy thinks is cute yeah it's cute it's awesome probably won't regret it i don't know it looks cool it's like a art deco type of style and stuff so i'm i think i might get it um and then a soundtrack so yeah It'll be exciting. Yeah. Um, cool. I don't know if we have anything else to say. We want to keep this episode short. Hopefully we have. I haven't been keeping track of time. Um, but yeah, anyway. Uh, thank you, everybody, for being here with us. Join us again in a couple weeks when we talk about Fantastic Beasts. And until next time, we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.